Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Biz for Good Show. Welcome, I'm your host, Bobby Glenn James, along with the in the house, Ryan Peelkington. Ryan in the house with the cool picture behind you. If you guys don't know, me and Ryan have become artists. We are connecting our art and making some crazy stuff. Yes. Mm, the artist in this. The artist in it. Have you ever heard of uh, pieces of art that are done by two people? No, it's yeah. that's right. It's it's a new thing in the world. <laughs> Duality. Duality. Yeah, sure, sure. It <laughs> could be our gallery name. Duality. Yeah. Duality. I don't know. Tell us about the show, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Bits for Good Show. Uh, we have an amazing guest. Uh, I don't. It looks like they're coming from New York, New Jersey. I don't know. I didn't ask. So <laughs> help me out, Joe. Where are you at? I'm right here. <laughs> That's how the show's hey, gonna go, man. There we That's go. How the show's yes. going. Today. <laughs> I love it. So uh, yeah, Joe Takara or Jakara or yeah, you told me to just call him Joe. <laughs> Uh, is an entrepreneur and CPA and has worked with thousands of business owners over a 35-year career. He eager to help people succeed. It troubled him that most new businesses fail. So Joe decided he was going to spend the rest of his career in teaching these principles combined with the practical knowledge he acquired as a CPA to help new business owners start and stay in business. Welcome, Joe. Welcome, Joe. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I had no idea what I was walking into today. No. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. This is going to be a lot of fun. Ah, you, that is right. You had no idea. <laughs> I went for a I went for a hike on Friday, and, and lo and behold, I got my picture taken by a Polaroid. Oh wow! And I'm I, I a person on the way had a pet raccoon. A pet raccoon. So you never know what you're gonna do. <laughs> you so, never know what's gonna happen. Just like Wait, this they, show. They still have Polaroids. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was weird. It was wow. crazy. I have proof. They gave me the picture. <laughs> a polar and and were they walking the? the yeah, they were raccoon? walking. No, the, no, the raccoon was why they were holding it or <laughs> another in a little baggy. No, backs, my oh, it, it's uh, okay. So my wife's a little bit up a front, and they passed me this couple, and then all of a sudden she's like, "Hey, she's got a Polaroid," and then I'm sitting and talking to a lady, and she's got a pet raccoon. <laughs> so I said, "Hey, she's got a pet raccoon. I beat you." <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Joe, yeah. Did you take Thank- a picture? You, you should have yeah. taken a Polaroid of the pet raccoon. Yeah. I, I did. Uh, we will. Oh, okay. Sort of. You did sort of. Well, How we got a picture. We got a picture of, of the raccoon, but not on the Polaroid. Sorry. Oh, well. All right. Sort of. Well, Joe, thanks for being on the show today. Uh, let's just. Are we going to just jump? Let's just jump right into it. Let's turn the time over to Joe. Kind of tell us about. Joe, kind of, you know, where your your path to success was in the rocks and the bad stuff and the good stuff and the happiness and the sad, you know, whatever, wherever you want to go with this, we sure we sure you have a story, and we'd love our listeners to kind of get to know and connect with Joe. So okay, take so it away. How much 
How many days do we have here? As long as you want, man. As long as you want. It's it like don't a matter. soap opera. So the days of I our life. I can tell you, it started with Jerry Lewis. Oh, nice. And my father. Okay. I uh, used to spend a lot of time with my dad. Uh, he had a, a real good sense of humor, and and I grew up idolizing Jerry Lewis. And uh, he had this telethon, a muscular dystrophy telethon. And he was my hero. And every year, I couldn't wait for that telethon so that I could call up and donate a dollar because I thought it was making a difference. A couple of years later, 1970, we moved to uh, Long Island and I I was in heaven. I was in kid heaven because there was literally hundreds of kids in my neighborhood. We lived on a dead end. We played baseball, football. I mean, it it was like a dream come true. And I don't know how it happened, but we decided, you know, a bunch of us between 10 and 15 years old, we put on uh, a carnival for muscular dystrophy. And it was a ball. We had fun. We raised over $100. And my friend's father owned a trucking business. And he matched what we made. And that amazed me. I said, oh, he has a business. He can afford this. So a week later, I decided to run a casino in my driveway. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) You know, 10 years older, I think I made three or four bucks, but we all had fun. And I said to myself, I said, why do people work? (laughs) Why do they have jobs when you could just make money like this? And that's, you know, that was my starting point of being an entrepreneur. And uh, and my father actually tricked me when I was 17. He tricked me into becoming a CPA because he said CPAs, this is a true story. CPAs run businesses and other people ask them how to run their businesses. And I said, well, then I'm going to be a CPA. Because I wanted to run a business, not because I wanted to do do accounting. And I I I resented my father for a long time. Said, look at what you did! Look at what you did to me! I'm a freaking accountant. How am I going to change the world? Uh, but then I realized. I said, you know, I have some unique experience. I've done a lot of things in accounting that other people haven't done criminal tax investigations, forensic accounting, all kinds of financial planning. And and I said, I can use this info to help people. That's what I want to do. I want to help people. And the more people you help, the more successful you become. So I'm on a mission. About two years ago, I decided to help people that really can't afford to hire an accountant. I'm working with, you know, I have people that actually qualify for food stamps wow. that are clients. Wow. And and that's that's my story, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> I love it. Looking at your your the stuff we ha- we have about you, they say you're you're the Bob Newhart of accounting. Is that right? <laughs> I was called that, yeah, because I like I said, you know, I grew up with Jerry Lewis and, and my dad, and I love to have a good time. So that. This was a perfect fit. 
That's awesome. I, I say that, and it stood and, out and to like me. I like to do things like this. <laughs> it stood out to me because I, I am a big fan of Bob Newhart. I can't help. I think he's one of the funniest people on the planet. But anyway, I watched I, Jerry. I, I watched a lot of Jerry Lewis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so. When I was little, I but also I, thought he was like I thought he was that way normally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually a pretty smart guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, had a lot of respect, and uh, had a pretty good, uh, yeah, entrepreneur in some ways. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Produced a lot of movies. Yeah. Yeah. A lot uh, of shows. Yeah. Uh, so it also, and I, and I found just some highlights that we read about you that I thought was interesting. So your first real gamut in entrepreneurship was an ice cream truck. Is that right? Oh, uh, so yeah, I want the semester before I graduated. You know those about to become a CPA and the, the owner of, you know, many businesses and successful. So I said, well, let me try to run a real business. Like, let me keep books and records. Let me do it like a real businessman would do. And I, I, I created maps. I had a route. I kept inventory and I made money while all my friends were, were working at like McDonald's and factories. I was going to the beach and selling ice cream to kids mm. and it was amazing. I'll never forget going down this tree line street. It was August and I was like, this is heaven. I, I can run a business and I graduated uh, six months into my CPA career. I got a notice from the New York state tax department with the big red, uh, stamp on it that said tax warrant and I thought my career was over I didn't know what the heck I did at wow. that time we still had yellow pages <laughs> I started looking for a tax attorney and for three days and nights I, I suffered now just remember I was working in a CPA firm mm. and I didn't have the courage to, to ask anyone because I thought I would get fired. Mm, wow. And, and it just, it dawned on me, it was like, this wasn't as easy as I thought it was. And the solution was simple. They said, I finally asked somebody in the office and they said, call the number on the notice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it turned out that the New York, when I started the business, I registered as a sales tax vendor and I didn't know that they wanted me to fill out a form they just wanted me to tell them that I didn't collect any sales taxes no tax on ice cream <laughs> so and, and I think that was a, that was a turning point in my career because I spent a lot of time trying to help people not have to go through that and even today we have a system where if somebody gets a notice from anybody we tell them take a snapshot of it and send it over to us and we're going to tell you if it's real or not and how to fix it. Yeah, unfortunately, in this day and age, you get a lot of that fake stuff. Oh, it's so bad. It is so bad how much people are trying to rip people off, especially after COVID. It's just unbelievable. So you're fighting it, it, that. It, it is sad. It's sad. And on all the Secretary of State's websites, because we, we actually incorporate people, we set up LLCs, uh, and when you do that, you know, it's public information. And there's these companies 
that send out notices. It looks like it's coming from the government. And they're trying to sell you stuff that you don't need, like posters, stuff that you get for free. And, you know, they'll frame your board of directors meetings. you know stuff you don't need so and that that's one of the things that that we do my team and i we go out and we publicize all of this stuff we do a lot of events we you know and we're just spreading the word about this is what you need to do if you want to run a business i love it uh, super super cool and thank you for having integrity and in this world of you know we, we 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 think that being good and doing good is a no-brainer, but unfortunately, there are a lot of folks out there that that are using people to to get rich or whatever, and it's and it's and it's tough. And that's why we love that there are folks out there fighting against it. Definitely. So, are we? Are you up for spinning the wheel? Are you up for a question? Are you up for a couple questions, maybe? Yes. B- before we spin, always, I love answering questions. <laughs> before I, we spin the wheel of crazy, I just wanted to mention you. I want a movie of Joe. I want your I want your movie. I want a movie made. It. <laughs> this sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you would, uh, when I hear CPA, I don't think of the most exciting person on the planet. Yeah. So this would uh, be you got movie. A, that's a fun. I mean, starting the the the, the ice cream. Tra- I don't know why that really stood out to me. How cool that you know, as a kid. Growing up in Texas, man, when the ice cream truck drove around the neighborhood, that was rocking cool. We all had that buck to spend. That was, sometimes I think about going back to it. (laughs) That was the most fun. Go back to your roots. It was was great. Everybody loves the ice cream, man. (laughs) Even the music's okay. Yeah. I'm the ice cream man. (laughs) Is that Van Halen? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I knew what you were saying. Here's another side note. I actually got jobs because I put the ice cream truck on my resume. Wow. I wasn't getting jobs. I was going to interviews, and then my mentor said, you ran a business. Put it on your resume. Hey. And that, it just broke the ice, so. Oh, that, I, nice. I, thought, I thought it was super cool. I mean, it's not, not everybody starts an ice cream They truck usually business. think of lemonade. Oh yeah, <laughs> the cool, refreshing drink. Anyway, okay, cool, let's, let's uh, do Will this. Will Crayley. Let's spin. and Crayley means Crayley means cool crazy. By the cool way, cool crazy. Okay, we're putting it up right now. The wheel is up. We are going to spin it. Ladies and gentlemen, red, green, yellow, red, yellow, and Boom. partnerships. Why or why not? Partnerships. Do you understand the question? Yes. I get this a lot. (laughs) Partnerships are tough. I usually advise people not to go into partnerships, but do joint ventures. When you go into a partnership, uh, you know, there's legal ramifications, and it usually doesn't work out too well. I, I have seen some partnerships work very well, but they got to be opposites. You know, you need an inside guy and an outside guy. Right. You, you can't have two people with the same mindset. You got to have different skill sets. It's, it's sort of like a jigsaw puzzle. And it's tough. It, it's really tough. So what we do, we usually tell people set up an LLC and make your two entities 
you know, part of the LLC, because then it's easy to, to dissolve it. It's oh. it's almost like a prenuptial agreement. Oh, hmm. interesting. Hmm. That is a new take. So so they no person is ownership of the venture. Is right. that correct? Right. <laughs> oh, interesting. Wow. Ooh, I, I'm gonna. Is, I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah, this is good. I, I have been a part of quite a few partnerships, and yeah, some of them have not been very pretty. <laughs> well, you know, the truth is, no nobody could run a business on their own. Yes. Right. And I think as entrepreneurs, we're delusional. We get, you know, we're full of optimism. This is going to work. This is the next greatest idea in the world. Uh, and then when you start, if you start making money, things change, <laughs> you know, and people change and they evolve. So you got to be ready for that. You got to be, you know, nimble. Yeah. Uh, but knowing that, yeah, we partner with a, a lot of people, but they're not formal partnerships, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Wow. That, I think that is Excellent advice. Let's uh, all right. Let's hit. You want to do a wheel of crazy part two? Yeah, we're gonna double do down. Yeah, we're double gonna dare. Double down. Okay, ladies I and like gentlemen. This. <laughs> Here we go. Uh -oh. Here we go. Oh, red, yellow, green, green, red, green, blue, and when did you become the expert? <laughs> this comes from so many. That's where it's wheels. Oh right. my God! Wheels That's a, when did I? You know, the truth is I, I am an expert. I've been an expert for, for a long time, and I, I don't think I realized it until uh, in a mastermind group, somebody asked me, they, they said, what makes you an expert? That, that was the question. I said, well, I've worked with thousands of, of small business owners. Uh, I think that qual and he said, yeah, that makes you <laughs> qualified. So I think, and what do they say? You got to put, I think, 10,000 hours in before you, you know yep. something or, and, and so, yeah. And you put what? 50,000. Uh, I'm still putting time in <laughs> because I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Every time I think I s I've seen everything, something else pops up. Right. You know, so I, I think I've, I, I, I don't think we can live without CPAs. I mean, you guys are, I don't know, the wind beneath my wings. I, I, my my, my CPA, yeah, my CPA, unfortunately, he's like, oh, shit, Bobby has another crazy idea he's going to do. Uh, and I had one, he, he and he's still a great friend. Uh, we, 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 he's no longer my CPA, but we're good friends. And he would always, I'd call him and bounce it off. I'd, I, dude, I got this new business idea. Dude, what do you think of this? And he would always be able to hit the bad points and go, well, have you thought of this and this and this? And I'm like, oh, man, I, this is why I call you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hear it. I get that all the time. Uh, that is, yeah, we don't, we don't think of how important you guys, uh, I, I think we don't give you credit where credit is due as far as business goes. Like you said, CPA is much more than just the numbers. I mean, you guys... Uh, I mean, it, it's based on the numbers, but you guys really have a lot of uh, knowledge about business itself. And I think we, we miss that as, as just especially want to be entrepreneurs or whatever, business owners. So cool. Awesome. Okay. Do we want to do one more? Are you up for one more, one more wheel? Yes. yes. All right. Let's do but this. You haven't stumped me yet. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go, Ryan. We're doing one more. All righty. Mm. 
Red, yellow, yellow, green. Entrepreneur seizure moment. <laughs> uh, does that make any sense to you? Uh. I think so. <laughs> it means. Is that the time when you say, What the heck did I do? <laughs> what, what have I started? What did I create? How much money did I lose again? <laughs> that could be it. This is kind of the happier side when you're like, Oh my gosh, I have this idea. It's going to be so amazing. And then all that other stuff happens. Yeah, so the. This last venture, that because I actually consider it a, a new business, it's a it's a whole new way of uh, going about serving people, and it, it took a good eighteen months <clears throat> before I started getting any real traction. And when I did, you know, it's it's hard to describe. It's just like, oh my god, this is working. This is working. Now what do I do? <laughs> because you know we try a lot and most of the times it doesn't work yeah. but you know and I, I remember the moment it was about six months ago and I said we have a winning formula here I could scale this business and, and you know looking at my team members how they all come in and they're, we're a team you know my business is bedrock business builders that I'm not bedrock business builders. I'm Joe DeChara, but my team, uh, we have created something special. I love it. Mm. So if you want to call that a seizure. <laughs> yeah, it is. I think that totally qualifies. You said something huge there that, 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 that it hits me is 18 months. It took 18 months for it to, to even start to look like, oh my gosh, this is going to be successful. People, so many entrepreneurs or first-time business owners think, "Oh man, you know, I, I give this thing two, three months, man, I'll be knocking it out of the park." Anybody, anybody that thinks two, three months and you're going to be knocking it out of the park, guys, if you're listening out there, please understand, uh, entrepreneurship, business ownership is a long road to hoe, and it's not full of flowers and beauty. I mean, it it, it can be. They're absolutely. And I tell people, I, I worked 80 hours a week, so I can now work 15. But for, you know, five to 10 years, I worked my complete tail off so I could have some fun. And so don't don't be thinking this ain't hard work. And, and 18 months, I, I think that is such about the right, 18 months is at least over a year, sometime over a year it takes for something to really get, to even know if it's going to be worth a crap. So I think I think that's a great input. Thank you. You know, and that's the truth. It's a lot of trials and tribulations. Just coming up with a pricing structure. <laughs> that's you what know, I'm doing. It, it, it yeah, it it takes time. But fortunately, I I know that. <laughs> I know that through a lot of pain and suffering. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That that the other key is too. I tell people. Don't think you're gonna make Facebook your first business. You, you, you get in there and dabble and play. Have your day job and do something on the side and learn how to do it. Le and and fail and mess up and screw up. I'd much rather screw up with a two thousand dollar investment than a two hundred thousand dollar investment. It's it's a and I've done it and it's a lot harder screw up. <laughs> let's do the let's let's do the ice cream. Yeah, let's yeah. I, yeah let's start an ice cream truck. That's perfect. <laughs> You know, I, I want to uh, clarify something. I said, you know, 
pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. Absolutely. (laughs) So I don't suffer anymore. I don't even work. I, you know, I love what I do. And the, the advice you just gave people, it's exactly what I tell them. Don't quit your day job. Yep. Right? Yep. You put too much pressure on yourself. And when you get pressure on yourself, you're less likely to succeed. Yeah. Mm. Every time I hear that, man, I quit. I'm going full time in this thing. Full time? Do, do you have any clients? No, but I'm getting, now I got my whole I got my whole day to find them now. It's going to be great. It's going to be, and I see them three, four months later. Dude, I got to go get a job. I'm dying. <laughs> what can I do, Bobby? I need to make money. And my advice always is go get a job. I'm sorry. <laughs> you cannot build a business needing to make money. It's just hard, hard, hard. I mean, you can, but it's hard. There's there's a lot more opportunities these days out there with the remote thing now. You can just pick up and... So true. And, and consulting and, and working for other... Kids, it's, it's, it's a, there is a lot of opportunity now. It, it's unreal. It's unreal. You know, uh, I was doing tax returns with a pencil a lead pencil and an adding machine and a fax machine was like oh my god how does this work (laughs) now you could you could start a business from your bedroom with no money at all literally so true just but you gotta you gotta put the time and effort in though you do no matter how easy it is to start something it takes a lot of work to make it success it just does there is no quick and easy if it, because if it was quick and easy, then everybody'd be doing it, right? Yeah. Look, cool. What about your show? You got a great show here. I mean, I'm really, I'm really imp- impressed. Well, thank you. Did, was it always like this? Uh, like it's, this. It's never changed. It's never changed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the reason we started this show, Ryan came to me and go, "Hey, Bobby, I want to start a podcast." I'm like, "What the hell's a podcast?" I've never. Heard. What is that? He's like, "It's a thing where you, it's like radio, kind of." I'm like, "Oh, wow, that sounds." And he goes, "Bobby, you're kind of loud and obnoxious, and I'm quiet and soft spoken. So maybe we'd make a cool team." And it seemed like it worked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. We got one last question to ask you. One last question to ask. Can you not hear? It's my turn. Oh, yeah. It's what you're I know. Mm-hmm. I turned the time over to you. Oh, thank right. you. Thank you. <laughs> so, Joe, we always ask this question. What do you feel about goals? How does that resonate with Joe? Goals are, are needed. You must, you must have a goal. That, you got to be focused on something. And, and that requires a goal, not just a goal in your head, a written goal. It's got to be written out. You know, I'm a student of Napoleon Hill and what he called a definite chief aim. Ooh. And when I, when I decided to start studying success, I wrote out a definite chief aim. And it's, it's unbelievable that I'm doing exactly what I wrote. And that was about 10 years ago. And I had no idea how I was going to do it. Uh, the road has... has twist and turns in it so a lot of times you know you might have to adjust the numbers but I always had the same goal and that was to help millions of people learn about what we just talked about wow yeah Uh, thank you for hitting Mm -hmm. it right on the head you have to have goals if and you can it can't be wishes it can't be oh this magical thing out there you've got to again do the work 
to make that goal. So thank you for, for that insight. I think it's big. We, we like to ask that question just, and it's interesting how big of a gamut we get from our, from our guests. Some of them are like, yeah, goals are crap. You, what you really need is this or, or <laughs> and others are like, yeah, goals are good, but they have to. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's, and it's I like fun. Bobby's analogy, which one, which is your dad's analogy. Oh yeah. Wishing in one hand and pooping in the other, which one gives you more? <laughs> My dad, that was one of my dad's favorite saying. Of course, he didn't say poop, but. <laughs> Which one gives you more? When I'd say, man, I wish I had some food. I wish I had this. Oh, boy. That, yeah, you don't say wish to my dad. My wife just says wishes are like fishes. I'd have ocean pools. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, jo- Joe, thank you so much for being on the show. Can you tell folks where to, where to find you, how to get a hold of Joe, your, your business, your connections, any of that stuff? How do, how do they find you? Yeah, so I'm I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. You could just Google Joe Duchara. Uh, I like to uh, invite everybody to my mastermind group. We have a, a weekly mastermind group. It's free. It's for uh, small business owners, and we get world class people coming in there to train and and talk, and we connect, we learn, and that's uh, mastermindwithjoedechara.com. Mastermindwithjoedechara.com. You got that, Ryan? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mastermind. Awesome. Yeah, we'll put all the links uh, on the show notes. Uh, Joe, thank you so much again for, for being on the show. This has been great. I think we've all been uplifted and learned something, don't you think, Ryan? Definitely. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Definitely. You thank take, you. Can I take us out, Ryan? You, you ready to take us out? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right, thanks for being on the show, Joe. We really appreciate it. And we always take out the show with the hashtag be good, do good. We say it three times. We get crazy and louder on the third time we say it. You can join in, Joe, or you can look at us like we're weirdos. We're okay with that. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hashtag be, be good, good, do good. good. Hashtag, hashtag be good, good, do good. good. Hashtag, hashtag be good, do good. good. Yeah. yeah. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington, this is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go. Go.